All right. Ooh. But some hopefully I'm a little low, I'm a five star. Mm. But it's better than popcorn. <laughs> Man, uh, if you if you came away from that game and uh you, you weren't upset, you're a better rattler than me. Cause uh today, man, look, my voice sound like this for a reason. Look, 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 mm, mm. And chase, chase, ain't no more now. But uh, yeah, family wins, and that's enough to be said. I I think we can start there. So we're gonna miss doing our joint instant reaction. So we're going to do this downstairs today. And as always, it's going to be fangs up. So let's go ahead and get this going. All right. That always happens. There we go. There we go. Now we're ready for yeah, baby, You know what time it is. Now let's get it started. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! And that might be the knockout punch. First Southern instant reaction. It's a win. I I mean, we, we could be different about this, or we can be real about this. And today, we're gonna be real about it. Um, this is one of those games. This is probably moves the best game of the season. Like if we're being honest, uh, we're gonna go back and look at this and kind of check the stats out. But Moose finished today with 300 yards. And no picks. I, I get, I get it. He almost had one. Before the night, Moose was actually like he was on him. Right, now the receivers. Oh boy, there was some drops. Right, we had the dropsies bad. Like it was a problem. But at the same point. By the end of the game, we seem to kind of fix it. But the thing is, it just threw us off. It kept us off schedule and penalties. Like for me, the story of the game, the story of the night, if I were writing, it'd be penalties and drops. And it would be kind of, I would probably talk about the missed opportunities that we had because maybe really has a lot of missed opportunities. Uh, but Moose is not one of them to this time. Like Moose is going for 325 from what I'm seeing here. Uh, Jenny's goes for 34. Marcus Riley almost has 100 yards. So it, it, some of the things that you kind of want to point at. Now, some of the other guys got lost in here, especially our tight ends. Like, <clears throat> sorry. Because, um, look, it's, it's been a good football day for me. I just watched that Miami game and I was like, how did you lose? 
Um, but Musa five for fourteen, but he did have a sack in there. So, but Musa was. I told y'all Musa can run. Like I've been telling y'all for a while. You know, some of y'all was trying to poke fun of my quarterback, and I told y'all he could run. We saw that today, and it was something that Southern showed in the last game, where with the read option, it's something that could give them problems, and it was. It it was something where even late in the game, they're so used to Musa just letting the running back take the ball to the point to where when Musa did hold the ball, he was able to get some yards. He was able to get like mm, probably about 20, maybe 30 yards off of the read option. Like that was pretty solid. But then while Marcus Riley was the top receiver, Kamar Young was huge, like six catches, 68 yards. You know, Gassett does have a touchdown. Like I've been telling y'all about that kid. Like I'm not just high on him. I'm just telling y'all. But we also saw some new formations here. Like we saw where FAMU put the ball in its best play playmaker's hands. Sorry. Um, from the start, we saw where we just ran the ball with them, hand the ball directly to them. And y'all got to forgive the gravel in my throat. I'm a fan like you. So I was, I was screaming at TV just like you when that was a pass interference, in my opinion. When I think before that, it was a face mask. And Moose even grabs his mask. And then two plays later, we get two holding penalties. Like, so you saw us, which it was holding. It was a good call. But you didn't see that? Okay. Like, I, I was I was on that. So um, that's where it went, though. But we saw with Shereed, um, Nicholas Dixon made her appearance. Like, even Manigo, he had a few drops, but he had a couple catches, too. Like, and I'm be honest with y'all. Quietly, like while Marcus Riley is gonna garner a lot of your attention, and the tight ends look, I've been on tight ends since last year. I was asking Willie Simmons about that last year. Nicholas Dixon, look, he only had one catch in that Alabama State game, but look before that, Nicholas Dixon. Just saying. Between him and uh, Riley and Gassett, got a nice little receiving core there. And then the defense, man. I mean, you had a few plays where it was like WTF, but it wasn't that bad. Now, Isaiah Major, again, he leads the team. But Anthony Dunn, man, that dude is going to play his way into some games. Like, I'm just saying, Anthony Dunn looks good. No weirdo stuff. Like, he looks solid. And we were able to see, like, as the game went on, early on, FAMU kind of struggled a little bit just to figure out Southern and what they were. Because is are we going to get good hero blood? Or are we going to get, like, eh, mediocre hero blood? Because to me at this point, he's transcended being mediocre. He's gotten to a point where he's good. Like, you're going to get a pretty solid game out of him. And – if you're a Southern fan, this is another one I'm pissed off at Dooley. Like, I'm mad at him. Like, I, I could lie to you, or I could just be honest with you. And I just can't forgive it. Like, I just can't. Like, if how? Why in the heck? There we go. I had to clean that up because I had to 
it's, it's Sunday now, so I gotta I gotta sanctify my words. <laughs> but how under Thomasville are you running the ball with that little bit amount of time on the clock? Like it just it didn't make sense, and it won't make sense. Like if you're a Southern fan, you're you're looking at this, you're watching FAMU, and literally we're we're like this in the corner. We're just protecting. Like that's it. We're we're not doing anything spectacular. I mean, the offense is looking good, but we can't get it together. The Jerry Curl ain't curling right. You know, we're little Luther. The whole game, family was never, we never got the big Luther. Like, a chair is still a chair. We never got there. It was a, you know, a house is not a home. You know, can, can I take you out tonight, Luther? You know, to the movie, to the park. I get you home before it's dark. You know, we never got that good Luther, though. You know, that, you know, that good Luther's, you know, send the chills of a girl's spine. You know, you be over there like, yeah, Luther done warmed up for me. Nah, we were little Luther all night. And um, Southern, it was like, if you hit the punch, we're going down. And you can see where some of them, when they, look, they got that lead, you know, but they kind of, you know, tied it up, you know, you know, got got it at the end. They thought they were good. Then we scored that touchdown. And it was like, bro. And you could see where the momentum changed. I mean, it was because the attendance, I see 17,000. The stadium seats about 29. So it's not terrible for them because if it was in Bragg, it's a sellout. But at the same point, it's not what you're used to. And it was just one of those things that was just kind of weird to see because with FAMU, you're like, when are we going to get out of this habit? Especially with the penalties. Like The penalties were drive killers, like consistently between penalties and drop passes. It was the, that's why my voice sounds like this. Like penalties and drop passes, I'm over here like, eh, really? Like, oh, it was that frustration. Because we all know that the team should be up by more. The defense can only hold on for so long. And you're just kind of waiting as a fan mewling for the collapse. Like, not, not for the defense to collapse, but for it to be that they've been on the field too long. They've been doing this for so long. So now you got to give them something. And you kind of never get that. Like, not from the offense, at least. And then later in the game, the offense kind of finds its stride. But even still, it just it, it never catches on. And Southern gets a few big plays, especially on our secondary. Like, each corner gives up a big play. But at the same point, it was one of the things where Southern has good receivers. Like, they're not trash. They're just they're there. So it was just one of those things where by the end of the game, you're really looking at the offense and it's two fingers to me, two fingers to you. Like, get this stuff together because it it really could have been something that went better as a fan. Now, defensively, FAMU's defense has solidified itself as the best defense in the SWAC, in my opinion. But Southern's right there. Like, and that was one of the things I kind of told y'all about Thursday night, I was like, yo, um, 
Southern's defensive line, they got some transfers. And it's not just because I did all this crazy research. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Y'all, y'all know me. I keep it a being with you. I, I did the Carlos Brown show a few months ago. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I did the back of house stuff for him. And it was just the one day that he was talking to one of the Southern transfers. And I, in having to do the show, I had to do research. I was like, yo, that dude's actually good. And then you actually saw where it's like, okay, defensive line is going to be where this game is won. And we saw that. Like, you saw it on both sides. But you definitely saw where FAMU's commitment to running the ball paid off. Like, definitely this – ooh, let me make sure I'm right because I almost yeah, I almost spoke without double-checking. Uh, mm, 67 yards. Okay. <laughs> again, FAMU, again – has not had a significant running day against a quality team. But at this point, you are not overly upset about that. It is what it is. But on the other end of that, it's just proving to you that maybe FAMU doesn't have to have a good running game to win games. Like, And in this case, you have good running backs. And, man, we, we, missed, we missed a couple touchdowns. Like, if if some of those drop drop off and dump passes and end up in Terrell Jennings' hands where he can catch them, it's a different game. Like FAMU's up a few more points. Like, and, and you could definitely see the kind of quietly unsaid thing. And, and there was no post-game interview with Coach Simmons today. So that's kind of why we were waiting. And then it was like, yo, text. And it's like, not today. Like, okay, cool. Uh, but the special teams. And you, FAMU special teams look decent. Like, some of that's because Willie Simmons is protecting them. Like, I, let's not even lie about that. Some of that's because Willie Simmons was like, nope, I'm not kicking field goals here. Let's punt here. Just kick it as hard as you want. It's cool. And But the kickoff team looked better. Like, Southern really doesn't have any major returns that just hurt you. They, do, they, they have some nice ones. But they don't have any ones that you're just like, man, this is just gonna wear us out. Like it was a good, it was a good day, special teams wise. So I do have to say that because I'm, you know, I know me. Uh, if you've watched, I'm not gonna give you credit without giving you some criticism and vice versa. Um, so with this, I gotta give some credit. Like you fixed that kicking program for this game. Uh now the next one. We'll see, uh, you know, but going into a bye week and then Texas Southern, it's a good time, a good time to get healthy. But you, you, it was just one of those things where you just leaned on the defense, but you had so many penalties. Like that was the killer. And you actually heard Jay Walker talk about it. And, um, you know, as, as much as Coach Simmons jokes about it or joked about it, and as much as we kind of like, you know, Jay Walker likes to pick on FAMU. Actualities, he wasn't too wrong. Like some of the stuff, you know, he was kind of picking up Musa a little bit about Musa missing reads, but at the same point and checking down. But that was partially where Musa was like, okay, I hear y'all. Like, I did miss a read here. I missed a read there. I'm trying to not make mistakes. You know, trying that little, little more Shador, a little less Brett Favre. But at the same point, 
you were able to see like when he took those checkdowns. Okay. Some of that wasn't on Musa. Now they did drop a pick. Thank God they did. <laughs> but Southern drops a pick. And that even still, that would have been one pick. Um, and he went Musa had a pretty solid night. Like, I'm just saying, if the receivers catch those passes, we're we're having a different conversation about the drops. Like we're we're saying, oh crap. If they if the receivers catch four more of those passes. It's a different game. I mean, it just really is. But it, it just really shows you, and this to me, my big takeaway from this game, famous defense is that. It's a bunch of hymns. Like Isaiah Major, he's him. Um, Ken, Kendall Bowler, he's good. He's good. But the crazy part was that's, the second time Kendall Bowler has returned a kick to score some points. Last year, it was a touchdown against Alabama State. This year, it's against Southern. So it's pretty cool to be able to see that. You know, if you're just trying to keep keep record that, yo, that's kind of a pretty cool stat to have if you're Kendall. But you're also able to see that FAMU's defense is going to carry this team. And they're going to be the reason this team makes it. But the scary part is, if you're a fan, if this offense can ever figure it out, we'll be tied. Like that's that's and that's going to be the consistent thing and the consistent statement that if FAMU's offense can figure it out, it's going to be an interesting season because we've seen where even against good teams, when FAMU's defense looks like trash, they still do well. What are they going to look like when they look good against good talent? That's the, that's the big thing. And you only have so many good on good games left. Like it looks like Alabama a falling apart. Just, just being honest, like what's going on with them? Who knows? Uh, Cookman though, by season's end, you might have to actually pay Cookman a little bit of attention because they went up to Alabama state and almost got upset. Like, granted, those kids are playing with a lot of heart, but at the same point, it'll be in the season. You got someone aligned. Um, but you know, if we if we're being honest about this, we got what uh five and one, four and oh in the conference. Next game is Texas Southern, October 21st, day before the best day ever. Following game preview. If if FAMU plays it, plays their cards right, the Alabama AM game clinches. Like, that's something to think about. And it's something to consider. Like, just for you as the fan who may be like me, like, mm, that Lincoln game, they're going to make it. I might save my money for a different one. But it's just kind of, you know, having that outlook and having that mindset. And then having that eye to the other side of the conference to understand that, hey, if FAMU does well, we host. Like, it's not just a, oh, you know, if we do well, we make the conference championship. No, no, no. If FAMU does well, they host. And right now, on the other side of the conference, everybody's got a loss, at least one. FAMU's got none. So 
on this continued trajectory, if fam you can win, you host. And I think that's the new thing that you start kind of selling the, the players. Like, yes, win the next game that's in front of you. But also, hey, if we win, in the words of Xavier, <laughs> Xavier Smith, we get everything we deserve. And not only that, we get extra home game. And that's something to me that you kind of start selling. Like, hey, nobody comes to brag and beat us. Like, just sell those things and start reminding the players not to look ahead, but to stay focused on what's in front of them, but to also say, all right, we're this much closer to our goal. Our goal, Celebration Bowl. But to get to the Celebration Bowl, we have to host a SWAT championship game. And the way FAMU is looking right now, it's very close. It's not far off. We are right there. We just have to continue to stay on track and continue to, you know, annoy the haters. I mean, because it's fun. Because I ain't going to lie. I'm like you. I brag different, especially when we win it. And especially when you're talking trash. Oh, man. The second you start talking that yik yak, I can mean, look, normally, if you don't talk trash, I don't mess with you. But the second you start talking yik yak, I got to give it back to you. Uh, and look, I ain't gonna lie, I don't mess with She Loves D too often. But when she's, when she be talking trash, <laughs> I got to give it to her. Like with the pickups. I saw you try. Yeah, yeah, I picked the D2 teams. Nah, I pick a D2 team here and there. I normally pick the F. CS teams over the FBS teams, however, whichever way. I pick Florida State's when they're playing Troy's and the small teams. Yeah, I'm trying to win. <laughs> Y'all can be proud if you want to. Good book said pride comes for the fall. I'm trying to win. So that's how I do that. But it was it was a game. It, it was a frustrating game if you're a fan of because you know we could have done better. You know what this team is. And knowing what they are and seeing what they've produced, that's the frustrating part. It's just like having a kid and you're just like, <laughs> like, it's just the point and the idea. Hey, Miss Williams. But it's just the point and the idea that this team can do so much more than what it did tonight. Like, my voice sounds like this because I was sitting over there screaming at TV, just like you, like, what are you doing? Why are we running this trick play? Like, I still don't understand. Like, you're driving, and you found some stuff tonight. Like, one of the things you found was a tempo offense. And you started to see that, to me, that was a game changer. That is what really helped you win. Because what you started seeing was Southern's defensive players started getting hurt. They started catching cramps. At their house, this this ain't a game in Florida. You ain't playing in Tallahassee or Miami or you're you're in Baton Rouge, and you're catching cramps. And if you notice, famous defensive players ain't catching no cramps. Like you found something that up tempo offense, it works. Throwing to the tight ends, we've seen this before. We've seen this work. Now you've seen it over and over again. I'm going to speak to my science person, Ms. Williams. That's, that sounds like a science project to me. That sounds like you tested it out and you've tested it out multiple places. And now that you've tested it out multiple places and it has worked, then now you have a sample size to say that if I continue to do this, this is going to work. 
throwing to the tight end. It works. Why? I have evidence. Ike. There we go. That's it. Putting the receivers in motion. It works. Why? Well, we saw against Jackson State. We've seen it against Southern. I think, what was it? Uh, West Florida. We did it too. Even South Florida. Now, all of a sudden, scientific method says, I've tested. I've, I've tried it. I've proven it. And it works. Okay, I should do that. You got something. Simplify the game for Musa. I've been saying it all season long. Jay Walker even said it. But you start seeing, look, when you made it so that he could just play quarterback and not have to do 17,000 checks, the offense started clicking. It started working. It started moving. You have found your niche. Now you just have to exploit it. And I think that's going to be the fun part to see if you can do that and how they can do it. And tonight, we've seen it. And defensively, we already knew what it was, but you really got it. The, the, the defensive niche, your defensive line. Like, look at this, look at this. Look, if, if it'll work. If I, I can't, I, look, can I get it to show up? It's gonna act stupid today. It's because I'm not on the home computer. I'm on my laptop. But And now we can tweak it. There you go. I, I, I like being a teacher and I hate it. <laughs> uh, I, I work in a district and it's a data-driven district. They tell you that, which is cool. But at the same point, we now see this data. We now have this information. We have a sample size to see that when Moose is on the center, he's probably a little more, a little more comfortable. When we have the tight ends, Going underneath, that's a help. We've also seen when the running backs are in the flat, he, he will check down to them. They just got to catch the ball. We've seen where we've added an additional running back in Trey Willoyd. That is a X factor. So now we're starting to see like some of the things we've tried out and we sampled are working. And there are things that we can do going forward. Like we've seen our secondary susceptible to deep passes. Like, I that, that didn't cost you nothing. That was free. Like, but it's on film. We, we've seen a couple games. If you got a quarterback that can spin that thing and put it in the right place, so that's, he might have some sense against FAMU. Like, it's just, and that's any defense. But at the same point, we've also seen where you're not going to run the ball against, not against FAMU at the middle. That ain't going to work. I told y'all that going into the season. We had 300-pound defensive linemen on the interior. So <laughs> you see what it is. You see why preseason, I told y'all, I couldn't trust Dooley. Why? He burned me last year. Well, this year, you're a Southern fan. He burns you tonight. Why are you running the ball with like two minutes on the clock? Respectfully, brother. I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. I felt like your better option was to throw the ball. And blood is actually accurate. Like he's better than the dude that you had last year. I just being real. So I think that's one of the things that we have, we have as a luxury to us. And you get a bye week at a good time. Like you get a bye week at a time where you do have a few injuries. You got homecoming coming up. So, you know, you know, they get to enjoy maybe a, a small percentage of homecoming and then focus in on the game. But you don't have a slouch for a homecoming opponent. You got Texas Southern, uh, Prairie View, sorry, Prairie View. Uh, and then 
You got Texas Southern before that. So you got two decent teams. Um, and the only reason I probably dismissed Texas Southern is because Andrew Body's hurt. Like, I could lie to y'all, or I could be real about it. But in that case, they're missing their best player. Now, that doesn't mean you go out there half-stepping. Because if you do, it'll hurt. But this is a good time to get healthy, install that game plan, get your two weeks to get ready, have the players kind of in that mindset so that, hey, it's a flight to Texas, flight back. It, you know, just kind of let them run through the run-throughs, maybe get an extra day of rest. But just kind of get ready for that, especially after a decent win. Oh, I wouldn't say a good one because we look pretty bad. <laughs> but I would say a decent win because your best players did what they were supposed to do. Musa did everything he was supposed to do. Like, just let's be honest about that. Musa, 320 plus yards. If you catch a few more passes, you go for 400. Now, the running backs. It is what it is. Some of that to be a scheme, but at the same point, it is what it is. But that defense is solid, and it's going to be there. So um, looking forward to seeing some more of that. Uh, Thursday, though, we got a little something cooked up. You know, um, we're going to try to hit recruiting on the weekend. Uh, but so that next week, we're going to try and talk a little recruiting. But uh, trying to talk to – look, man um, – I guess I'll let the cat out of the bag, you know. We got, look, the fans. Y'all seen the family fans? Look, let me see if I got a picture of A.D. Sykes on here handy. Uh, I might, might not. Because I did get a picture of her with her fan, but, you know, I, I don't be trying to do too much, man. You know, I just be trying to be cool. I don't have it handy. But we have the creator of Chasm fans. You know, them big family fans, some the nice ones. The one with the lady in the video, huh, she over there doing a step. Huh, and she over there cutting up. And we're going to have him on the show, man. Have him talk about, you know, the products. Because y'all be like, where you get the fans at? I even asked A.D. Sykes, like, where did you get that at? Um, so he's going to talk about the fans, tell y'all where you can get them at, how you can uh, procure and support him. He's actually a fam you So fam you grad, you know. So I was, I saw this, you know, kind of hot in the streets. I was like, let's get this brother on the show. Have him talk about his stuff, man. So um, but we're gonna get him on here, let him talk. Look, Miss Williams say she want one. Look, I my mama probably want one too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> so but we're gonna get him on the show. Hopefully, you know, we see him on home. Can we get a photo op too? But we're gonna have him talk about the product, how you can get it, and Try to, you know, give y'all a few weeks for homecoming. So that way, when you in the stands, y'all can be up there fanning and looking cute. You know, I look, I be trying to get you right. We try to get you straight, you know. So we're going to have him on the show and uh, have him talk about the product and everything like that. So, but it's the reaction. Family does win the game. And it was frustrating. <laughs> it was frustrating. Uh, so I'm going to have to give some, some tea or something because. You rather stress the brother out. 26 to 19. 
and uh, a trip to the bayou and a much needed break. So well-deserved bye week for FAMU. So, um, but get ready y'all, get ready for Texas Southern game. If you're going to Houston, if not, get ready for homecoming. If you ain't got your tickets, I'm gonna tell you, it's sold out. (laughs) So it is what it is, but you know, you could always go to the parties and everything, you know, parking lot payment is free. (laughs) So, uh, but as always y'all, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Tomorrow, 8.30. I'm going to pre-record. You know, we got a little something going on. Talking, Talk about volleyball. Go deeper into depth about this game. And then, you know, some other stuff coming up. So, but HBCU Digital Network, this is home. The Rattlers and Warmer thrown out because I was yelling and busting at them. Uh, <laughs> but also check out Herb Stewart and the Black Techies. Herb's an Alabama State grad. His Hornets beat Cookman today. I ain't going to lie I was pulling for Mary's kids just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, so <laughs> I don't hate them. I love them. Uh, so yeah, look, homecoming. Look, if you got a homecoming ticket, you might be able to pay for your hotel. I think somebody said the second the scalping market, it was going for like a hundred and some dollars, hundred and some two hundred dollars. Yeah, you can go check. You know. <laughs> Ticketmaster or whoever, but uh, yeah, they sold out, sold out like that. Anyways, HBC Digital Network is on, and as always, it's gonna be thanks up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does.